1: that helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So, thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Michael Mayhew. Michael, are you ready to do this?
0: Yes, sir, let's do it.
1: Excellent, let's do this. Michael is a CPA, he is a PFS, and a CFP. He is the managing member of Mainstay Financial. I'm excited to have you on. Michael, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Uh, I am a CPA, uh, also a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. I was a CPA basically by um, primary trade. Uh, I've been practicing for uh, a little over uh, 10 years now, and do have a uh, CPA practice, in Danville, Virginia, which is about on the Virginia-North Carolina border. Uh, And several years ago, uh, our CPA firm decided to start a financial planning arm uh, kind of division of our CPA practice, which is uh, Mainstay Financial. And one of the areas that we started seeing um, a lot of interest in and a high demand in with our at least our small business clients was the areas of uh, what what we like to call, what I like to call a deferred uh, compensation plan. And that may kind of sound uh, Greek to some people, but I think once we start talking a little bit more about it, it'll make a lot more sense. And it uh, seems to be very popular among our small business clients. But uh, I work a lot with individuals, uh, also small businesses and uh, other large businesses as well. Our CPA firm does uh, traditional, uh, individual income tax uh, preparation, also uh, tax preparation for businesses, uh, lots of tax planning. Uh, we also do uh, our fair share of audit engagements as well. Uh, one, of, uh, one of those areas is employee benefit plan auditing, uh, which uh, kind of gives us a good background to help structure uh, these deferred compensation plans that we'll uh, talk about today as well. Um, so I really enjoy what I do. I uh, like uh, helping people uh, save. Uh, we'll make money by saving tax taxes first and foremost, um, uh, you know, saving that now and then um, in the long run as well. Uh, in my opinion, that's one of the biggest um, issues as far as diminishing someone's wealth is uh, their income tax burden. So the more we can diminish that and find our way around that uh, the wealthier business owners and individuals can be uh, in the long run for sure
1: i like it nice and a little bit about your personal life
0: uh yeah so uh, i'm married i've been married uh since uh, let's see 2007 so that would be going on 12 years uh, my wife's named Shelley got two two boys one in preschool one in kindergarten nice jack and ian and so that's basically my full-time job this (laughs) is kind of part-time i think so (laughs) uh, so they they keep us go keep us going for sure um a big college football fan a big virginia tech hockey football fan um i try to go to as many uh, football games as i can um like to play basketball uh, and you know, it seems like too. You know, when you have a have a business of your own, have a uh, financial planning or CPA practice like this, it, it certainly does consume a lot um, of what I do. So, uh, it, but I have uh, try my best to try and find that work-life uh, balance. Uh, spend spend as much time with my kids as I can. Um, they definitely uh, keep us going. So,
1: love it. Perfect. All right, sure. so we're talking about deferred comp, deferred compensation, and that is that's, right. that's the 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 name that we're going to use for the actual tool or the strategy for uh, for doing what business owners or folks who do this are interested in doing. Wh- right. What mm-hmm. what what is the motivator? Is it I just want to put extra money aside that I'm not able to in a, like a 401k or a traditional retirement plan?
0: yeah so it's it's multiple things in my opinion and and that's one of the one of the beauties about this uh this strategy is is that it can be used to solve multiple problems or issues uh that the small business owner has so uh first kind of what you'd mentioned is is a really good example is you know we have some small business owners that are maybe have a 401k or maybe they have like a simple IRA or a simple 401k or or maybe they don't have any of that um, but uh, their whatever vehicle for retirement they're using they're maxing it out and they can't put any more into that and maybe they have extra earnings uh, that they want to stow away somewhere because their uh, you know retirement will be here before you know it and so they're trying to supplement that retirement uh, so This this can help with that, especially uh, since you can stash away even more money for retirement beyond what you would be uh, putting away in a traditional retirement plan. Uh, And another another issue, too, that kind of piggybacks off of that is you may have some small businesses that maybe uh, do not want to start a formal retirement plan. Maybe they don't want to get into... Uh, the compliance um, hoops and all of that that come along with a traditional 401k. And maybe they only have a handful of employees or maybe just one or two, or maybe it's just themselves uh, that they want to put all the extra earnings into basically. Um, And because these plans do allow you to discriminate, unlike a traditional retirement plan where uh, you cannot discriminate among anyone. And, uh, so it helps with that. Uh, secondly, uh, depending on what type of investment vehicle you use for these deferred compensation plans, uh, they, they can be used to fund a buyout, for instance, um, like if you have multiple owners in a small business uh, and you want to have a or need to have a buy-sell agreement in place in the event something happens to one of the owners, either you know, through death or some other type of separation, uh, they can be used to fund that buyout. Um, and then third, which is also really important, is that small businesses, one of the biggest issues they have, um, and we run into it too um, with our business businesses, uh, good talent is hard to find. Uh, it's probably even harder to keep, um, especially when you're in a um, bigger market area too. You've constantly got... Recruiters and people trying to steal away your talent depending on what kind of business you're in and these deferred comp plans really are a great way to give incentive uh, for those employees for your employees to stay with you um, and then be compensated for that generously down the road
1: Got it. <clears throat> so this one strategy tactic tool has the ability to check a lot of different boxes. It allows for people yeah. to, to put away more money on potentially a tax preference basis that could be for sure. retirement or for whatever expenses potentially down the road. It can be used to, to perform a buyout for if there's multiple owners to a business and one wants to leave. Well, that's sure. great. Do we have sure. money to actually buy it out? And there's also potentially right. if there's a key employee, some really talented person you want to make sure to keep, you can also incentivize them to stay through a strategy like this. Got it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And when I talk to business owners and uh, talk to them about the strategy, most everyone, uh, you know, really accepts this concept. Well, and they understand fully, you know, where we're coming from here, because um, if they've been in business, you know for uh, you know for at least a year or, or maybe less than that but but certainly those that have been in business you know for a long period of time they recognize the need to to keep talented people um, are looking for ways that they can get a competitive edge over someone else um, and then um, you know from the owner's standpoint it seems from time to time there's always a business owner that's looking to put away more money um, or uh, try to, um, you know, solve the issue of, okay, what if something happens to my partner, you know, wh- what am I going to do here? Um, or, or even from a key employee standpoint, too, it's like, hey, if something happens to this key employee, <clears throat> you know, what are we going to do? What can we do to keep them here? But um, but then if something does happen to them, um, you know, what, uh, what are we going to do to make up for that lost productivity maybe that we have, too? So.
1: Got it. It's a lot of compelling reasons to be exploring something like this. How hard is is this a really cumbersome thing to get started? Like just how, how, how does one get the ball rolling on it?
0: No, it's, it's not um, difficult at all uh, to start. Uh, so what we see most um, used in these plans is a um, type of permanent life insurance policy. Now, you don't have to use that. You can use traditional investments, um, you know, such as mutual funds, or even if you just wanted to use cash or something like that, you can fund it uh, with any type of investment you want to use. So keep in mind, these are non-qualified retirement plans, so they're not regulated by ERISA. Um, for instance, um, it's not like uh, you know a traditional four hundred one k or an IRA. Uh, so, um, you know, with that being said. Uh, let's say, for instance, you want to go the path of you know what can I use to kind of cover all my bases here, and you know using a type of permanent life insurance policy that does provide a death benefit but also builds up some type of cash or account value inside uh, will you know is a great tool for this. Uh, for one, the death benefit is used to fund the buy sell in the event one of the owners dies. So let's say you got a uh, business with two partners. Uh, And you create a deferred comp plan and you use, you know, two life insurance policies basically that are permanent policies, Uh, one on each lives of the owners. So, and the the company owns these. So if one of them dies, the company gets a big death benefit payout. And that can be used to basically buy out the estate of the, you know, individual, the business owner that passed away. Uh, So, if you know, let's say you have you know your business owner is married, um, and uh, you know if something happens to him, you don't necessarily want to be working with maybe the other one's spouse, and that might not be that you don't get along with that person. It's just that you know that spouse doesn't know anything about the business. Um, you want to make sure they're fairly compensated for their other the deceased spouse ownership share, so the death benefit you know can be used first and foremost for that. In the event something bad happens, somebody dies. Well, you know, um what if you don't die? Uh, you know what if you live till you're you know, in your sixties or, or you know later and now you're ready to retire um well you you've got you could have uh, substantial um investment values or cash values rather in these um in these policies that that are inside the deferred comp plan that the company owns, so the owners can use that to supplement their retirement uh, and if it's structured properly. Uh, they can pull the money out tax-free, and it can be, you know, an additional tax-free benefit um, for them. Um, so that uh, that's a big driver here for these, and uh, it's not difficult to set up, um, as long if 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 you decide to use a life insurance policy to fund uh, this deferred comp plan. Obviously, the person's got to be insurable. So, you know, if you run into a hurdle where you got somebody that you know, you can't insure, well we gotta look uh for a different avenue here. Um but um you know if if they are insurable, you know, you don't have any problems. You basically set up two life insurance policies there bundled in a you know deferred comp plan that the um that the company owns and the company controls.
1: Got it. That's a lot of a lot of good stuff there. All right. So in the scenario that we've been sort of working through where, where there's more there's multiple owners Funding a deferred compensation plan using a life insurance policy could be a great option because there's a death benefit component where should one of them pass away, there's immediate liquidity money that can be used to Mm -hmm. buy out the deceased partner's family. Um, Mm -hmm. There's also the cash component, cash value or account value component, which can be used for for whatever, potentially, but retirement income down the road is all, there's lots Mm -hmm. of different benefits. Um, and so when you say that somebody, one of the things you have to be insurable, that means you have to be healthy enough to actually qualify for life insurance. So if you're, you're not in good health, you have some kind of an illness, probably not going to be a good option for you. What are some of the, uh, like why I know that, that if you were to Google permanent life insurance, like probably half of it would be good and half would be bad. What are some of the drawbacks? Mm
0: Yeah, so um, some perm you know permanent insurance does from time to time get a um, get a bad rap from from some people. Um, you know the main cons to permanent insurance is you know internal fees. There's you're going to pay a little higher internal fees in these policies because you're basically buying a death benefit. Um, but the policies do uh, create you know their own cash value, their own policy value. That to me, you can kind of be looked at as, you know, unlike buying equity, like having equity in a in a home, for instance, um, and and that equity that builds up in these, uh, the way we structure them, uh, makes the death benefit increase. So, you know, you might have a five million dollar policy, and if the uh, policy value or the cash value is a million bucks then, you know, you've automatically gotten an additional million on top of that deficit that's in there. Um, so it doesn't, um, you know, the insurance company isn't keeping the cash value or anything when somebody dies. That cash value is coming back to the owner when they do die. Um, so, and and then, you know, you have the issue of, well, if, somebody, if somebody's not insurable, then you're not going to be able to get it. So that, that's that's probably the biggest con. Um, But also, you know, with these plans across the board, the money that is put into these, um, you won't get a tax deduction for. Now, uh, down the road, if you're using it, um, basically a deferred comp plan for an employee, uh, you can potentially, or you will get a tax deduction later when that money's paid out to that employee down the road. But at least up front, um, you're not getting an income tax deduction for it. Uh, However... Even though that's a big con, there is a big pro to that in the fact that uh, it's actually or part of it actually is an asset on the business's um, balance sheet. So let's say, for instance, there's a million dollars in cash value in one of these. Well, that's a million-dollar asset on your balance sheet. So for balance sheet-sensitive companies such as construction companies, uh, car dealerships, Um, other you know any other companies that uh, you know maybe have to work for a bank for a bonding requirement or something like that you can have a substantial asset on your balance sheet that makes you look um, that much stronger Um, and you're not going to get that with a traditional retirement plan
1: well michael savage nation is ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them
0: uh, you know, a couple of things here. One, uh, you have got uh, you know, businesses out there, small businesses, are in need of talented people. And, and a business owner more than anybody knows, it's hard to keep uh, good people when you get them. These plans can be used as like a golden handcuff plan for the um, for key employees, for instance, meaning that they have to work for so long. Um, before uh, maybe they get money out of, out of these things. Uh, so uh, with uh, you know, your key employees that you have working for you are the driving force of your company's productivity, and those employees make you a lot of money. So you should be doing everything that you can uh, to keep those folks happy, to keep them with you. Um, and then by the same token, too, many business owners are looking for additional money to put away for retirement. Um, you know, you can't, in my opinion, you can't put away too much for retirement. Uh, this certainly is a great way to do that. Um, so we're kind of, uh, it, it's, this is kind of a hybrid tool that can be used, uh, across the board for a lot of different things. Um, and, and definitely is worth ex- at least exploring, uh, if you're a small business owner and interested in doing any of these things.
1: Well, that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on come on and Michael thank you so much for coming on where can savage nation learn more about you
0: yeah uh, sure so our accounting uh, from website is www.swcpas.com uh, you can also go to mainstayfin that's mainstayfin.com uh, it's either one of those websites also I'm on social media uh, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn all under the same handle. It's at Mayhew C P A. That's M A Y H E W C P A. So um any of those lovely to connect with us and if you want to learn more about Deferred Comp and if one of these plans is right for your business, feel free to reach out.
1: Love it. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Michael your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, Michael.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
1: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So, if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review.